Hello and welcome back to episode three of our Elevate Your Energy series. So I'm really delighted to um, be back here again with um, an episode that I think, uh, well I hope that you will find really, really interesting. Um, I've found it very interesting to do the research and uh, and I'm hoping that I can present it to you in a way that is, is fairly accessible. And uh, today we're talking about how to prevent that emotional exhaustion that we've been mentioning in the previous two episodes. And if you haven't yet heard the other two episodes, do go back. They're on the podcast. Just flick back the last couple of weeks. You will find them right there. So um, just before we start, if you if you don't know me, I'm Anne Collins and I support successful senior leaders across the world in both Anglophone and Francophone countries to accelerate their impact within their organisation and achieve goals that they previously believed to be impossible and on an individual level start to live their legacy. So, going back to the last episode, we talked about thriving, not surviving. So, not just getting through the day or till the next holiday. And and also we looked at how we need to question our old solutions to the problem of emotional exhaustion and really look at the research. And we will find then that it's it's not about just, uh, well, it's not only about having me time. Um, it's not only about having more time in the day. It's about a lot more than that and it's in particular it's about really building connections about connecting better with ourselves with other people with having more compassion so in today's episode I'm also going back to the research to look at what we can do to prevent emotional exhaustion so how can we get in that energizing place of really feeling that we're in the flow so why flow well it's a word that comes up quite a lot with my clients and when things are going well we often say that we're in that flow we can feel that flow and and I think what we mean by that is really that life feels easy life feels good it feels it, there are challenges but they're good challenges we're able we have the energy to meet those challenges head on and we actually enjoy them we're welcoming them we're leaning into them and because we have that energy so when things are not going so well, we, we have that feeling of, of just being stuck, of being unable to kind of really motivate ourselves and, and feeling unable to, um, to get up to, to, to meet those challenges head on in a positive way. It feels, it feels really hard. So I think this is important when we think about stress. I mean, I, I'm sure you'd agree that not all stress is equal. And in, in these episodes, I'm really talking about the kind of stress that in a sense comes with positive opportunities. I'm not talking about um, stresses of living in a war zone or um, of of trying to cope with extremely difficult and challenging personal situations. I'm talking about a stress that in fact has a very positive side to it. So this might be when we're starting something new, we're learning something new, we're starting a new job or we're thinking about applying for a new job. We're maybe taking on a new role that's a big step up. We're maybe becoming a parent or completing different tasks or difficult tasks that we haven't done before. So in a sense, we, we know deep down as well that these are positive. And I think that's important to say because, yes, as I said, not all stress is equal. But I would also say that stress really is not necessarily bad. And in fact, in many ways, that stress 
stress in in those kind of positive situations um, can be really helpful to us. So I think that's a, that's an important thing to just reiterate. I'm sure that won't be a surprise. But I think what is difficult is when we get stuck in stress and when we get stuck into that when we become so immersed in it that we can't lift ourselves out of it and that's when it becomes uncomfortable and difficult and uh, and and can and can require some support to really to move out of that because what we need to do we need to develop that ability to move between adversity to calm to safety to risks to adventure by moving through because in those situations we are learning we're 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 learning new skills we're we're doing new things we're we're progressing we're we're moving we're moving forward and we're growing so we need to we need to have that ability to to deal with stress but and to be able to move through it and not get stuck it's a little bit like the what we've talked about before about managing emotions about getting in that that stuck in that tunnel as Susan David talks about it that when we get stuck in a tunnel in a negative emotion what we need to do is to we need to have those strategies so that we can move out of that tunnel and in a sense I think stress is very closely related to that and obviously the emotions around it are too. So as you know, if you've been following me for some time, I live in France on the Swiss-German border, close to four ranges of beautiful mountains. So we have the Vosges Mountains, which are maybe not so well known to some of you, the Jura, um, we have the Alps, and also the Black Forest, um, just on the on the German side of, of the border. So we're so, so lucky to, to be surrounded by beautiful, beautiful countryside. And I actually, I love to walk and discover um, different places in these in these mountains and in particular I love the waterfalls and um, often they're 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 a bit of a surprise you come across them and uh, you don't you imagine that you might hear them from quite a while away but uh, often it isn't the case that the, the forests are so dense that they're they're this beautiful surprise and um, just a few weeks ago, we were we were in the in the Vosges Mountains and discovered a fantastic waterfall. I don't think it even has a name. And uh, and there uh, we were just standing there watching it. The sunlight was coming through the trees. It it was a beautiful day, and um, and having had a bit of a wet summer, this was a this was a dry day. So it was it was quite a quite a surprise. But there was a lot of water because we'd had a lot of rain. And as we stood looking at this waterfall, what struck me. Um, was how how the how the water really does find the path of least resistance. It goes around the boulders. It sometimes slows to a trickle and rests in a little basin. But it's always moving. There is that flow and energy. It's always it's always carrying on, and it it finds its way down over what can look like impossible little routes down and and uh, not not that easy. And I think this is a great picture to keep in mind because just like that waterfall, we can't avoid the tricky descent sometimes. We can't avoid it. We can't avoid stress in our lives, but we can navigate it and we can speed up or slow down. We can take a pause, but we need to keep moving. We, we mustn't be stuck and we mustn't get immersed in that stress so moving forward even when it's difficult and looking for those looking for those little detours looking for the places where we can um, maybe rest for a while or get some help along the way so this is all I think it's a it's a really uh, uh, an easy analogy maybe to to use when we're thinking about stress
And I think it's helpful to understand alongside that, that idea of movement, of, of a little bit more around what stress is. So there, there are some interesting, interesting books written on this, as you can imagine, there's a lot of them. Um, and, and I think it's fair to say that many of them stress the idea that stress is unavoidable and trying to avoid it can also be very stressful obviously so imagine you really want a promotion for example there is that there's maybe that fear of change and then there's the fear of not change well what will happen if I don't do it I'm, and knowing that that missing out and that missing out on a on a growth opportunity so there's the possible stress around change and the stress caused by not changing. So that's just one example, but there are many where we, we can't avoid stress in our lives. And also, as I said before, it's, 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 often, it's often a sign that we're, we're moving forward and we're growing and we're making progress, in fact. So what, what happens when we feel stressed? Well, we want to run. So if you if, if you think back to any times where you have felt stressed, for example, have you ever hesitated knocking at the door of an interview room? Um, have you have you switched off your camera on a Teams meeting because you don't want to speak in a stressful situation? It's it's basically all the same. We want to run. We want to run away. We want to remove ourselves from that stress. Now, this, uh, this is an interesting reaction and a very natural one. Um, Emily and Amelia Nagoski, who I referred to um, earlier in the, in the previous episodes, talk about this, this part of the stress cycle. And they, they say that that is the end of the stress cycle, that running away, that physical movement is required by our bodies in, the, in effect to convince ourselves that we are actually safe. So that running is a, is a very necessary part of the stress stress cycle and I think when we when we start to understand that a little bit it's uh, it becomes it becomes quite obvious why in modern society um, things can get very stressful because you know how often is it that running away is an option in modern in our modern uh, in our modern lives social politeness requires us to to stick it out to stay to stay put and to 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 keep going with whatever it is even when it is and um, when a situation is stressful so social politeness social etiquette requires us to to switch off that uh, that that response to to run and and to move and of course in modern society as well it's sometimes easier to and safer to ignore that to ignore that reaction because it might it might provoke another reaction in someone else so of course it's not um, it's not to say that this that running away is the is the option but just to understand that th- that is the that is the natural reaction another reaction that they talk about is that when you have that feeling that you just uh, you're just freeze you're just unable to do anything and and they explain that that is where your brain is protecting you too in that moment your brain is protecting you so that you are you are you're given that space to to think um, so that also can be an interesting way to to just think about that because often we panic when we have that freeze well actually it's actually the brain trying to help us in that moment so Nagoski, that um, Emily and Amelia 
provide seven strategies based on their on their work to to help us in modern society if we can't do that running straight away which very often we can't to help us to to close that stress cycle and to get back into the the flow of uh, of everyday life so the first one they they really come back to which is not a surprise which is physical exercise because they say that physical exercise really does tell your brain that you have survived. So this is why I, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, and no, I went for a walk and I felt so much better. I did yoga and I felt so much better. I went for a run. I go for a run to clear my head. How many times do you hear that? So much, so many times people say they do exercise to clear their heads. And the very often they will, use, they will say that is the first advantage, not necessarily the physical, the physical advantages that go along with it. So going for a run, dancing, cycling, anything. And they actually say, and, and in their book, they're, very, they're quite measured in, in how they describe stress. But in, for this, they're very definite. They say, exercise, physical exercise is the single most efficient strategy for completing the stress response cycle. So I think that's something really to take seriously. So when we have that feeling that we need to take a walk, that we need to move, it's absolutely because uh, our bodies require it. So building in physical movement into our day is a great way to prevent that emotional exhaustion and also to deal with the fallout um, from that. Now I'm going to go back to their seven strategies because I think the others are also very interesting to look at um, because they, uh, I think they complement it extremely well. So the second one, they talk about breathing. So breathing, and they don't, they don't say that it's got to be any kind of special kind of breathing, but breathing um, in a in, in a where in an, an aware kind of way. So taking deep breaths, they say, is a is a really good way to get us out of that stress response. The third strategy is to have positive social interaction, have connection with other people. And that's very linked also to number four and five. So number four, they say laughter and number five, affection. So having social interaction, positive social interaction with others. So seeking out other people, having a laugh, connecting with them, sharing a joke, being able to also connect with others and maybe also put things into perspective is is something that they that they recommend they also say that crying can really help as well now obviously when you're in the office that might not be that might not be the the, the strategy that you go for but crying really does help to release that stress and release that tension and then very interestingly, number seven is one that really caught my eye because they talk about creative expression. So doing things like uh, music or art um, or cooking something, um, anything that's creative. And, and I think this is a really interesting one because I think this, this, has, uh, this has this idea also of just removing ourselves, getting a different perspective, being able to, um, to be able to take a step back and distract ourselves and, and in a sense also connect, connect with ourselves in a different way. So all of those things, they they really they really say that um, they really stress the idea that this is not these are not intellectual decisions to take. You need to find what works for you.
So for me, what works for me is definitely getting outside. I know that I need to be outside for a, for a good hour every day. And um, being in the sunshine is not too important. I don't mind the rain. Um, but being outside, being outside, preferably in the mountains or near water or in the snow or wherever it is, but being outside um, in nature and also having lots of positive interaction with other people, connecting and having a chat um, with with other people is is really important for me. So find what works for you and then do it and find a way to fit it in. Now, I think what's really interesting about this is that there are certainly implications for the workplace. And if you have a team, I would like you to think about these seven strategies and think about how could you encourage them and allow them to tap into these strategies and to really help to um, try to reduce this risk of emotional exhaustion, which we know is is very costly on so many levels. So, for example, could you could you, for example, have those those out, outdoor walking meetings from time to time? Can you make make it a priority that there is time for connecting, even when people are doing hybrid working? I think that has been quite a casualty of the last year or so that that lack of positive social interaction people have really missed that and whilst I know that leaders have tried very hard to 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 include that in various different ways it hasn't been easy so I think making that um, an absolute priority at the moment is uh, is an important one and certainly one that a lot of leaders are talking to me about that they're trying to they're trying to address that so think about your team think about what you need but also remember what you need might not be what your team needs for um, obviously so thinking about how could those how could you build in those possibilities for people to be able to access those kind of strategies throughout the day without really noticing that that's what's uh, that's what's happening so I'd like to move on a little bit from that. So those are the ideas of uh, ideas to to use to move out of that stress cycle, to complete that stress cycle, to recover the flow, but also to uh, avoid avoid getting stuck and uh, hopefully to avoid getting into that po- uh, to into that point of emotional exhaustion. Um, I wonder why it is so difficult for us to do this when we are stressed. And I think one of the reasons is that it's very hard to do that detachment, to detach from our to detach from the situation, to detach from the stressor and to focus on our bodies, because by the, the nature of the beast is that we're so immersed. So in a sense, we need those we need those little habits. We need to develop those habits so that we have those ready to use, that it's also it's automatic. If we know that we always go for a good walk in the morning or in the evening or we walk, we walk a little bit further or we take the we take the bike on a, a certain day of the week. And if we've got those routines built in, it's much easier because we don't have to we don't have to make that conscious decision to do it so then moving out of that tunnel it it is going to happen anyway so I think those habits are really important so what are the telltale signs that we 
we need to really do something that this actually that the prevention maybe we're doing those things but it's not it's not enough so one of the things that that we often see is that people engage in self sabotage so they're repeating behaviors that don't help them so maybe they are continuing to overwork maybe they're continuing to um to to get stressed about seemingly small things that they can really manage um or they explode at, at really quite small things they go from 0 to 100 um, in terms of their reactions, they maybe withdraw from other people. So they're instead of instead of using that strategy of positive social interaction, in fact, they do the opposite. And if you feel that you're you just don't feel good, you just your body is out of sorts. You feel that intense tiredness. This is a sign, um, possibly, that this is something that you need to really look into and try to try to start some of those habits and and for many people it doesn't take much it doesn't need a you know you haven't got to become an athlete this is about building in activities that make you feel good and also those those moments of positive social interaction during your week so what I would just like to finish with is to go back to this idea of flow. And I think when we're trying to prevent this emotional, this feeling of emotional exhaustion, which is so debilitating, if we can keep in mind that what we're aiming for is not being superhuman, but just feeling that we can flow with ease from one thing to another. We can we can take those little bumps. It's a bit like being um it's a bit like being in a in a in a car that's fairly smooth, you know, and on a bumpy road we can we can take the little bumps, we can take the we can take the, the knocks, um, because in fact we can absorb them and continue and and the journey is fluid. And so with that, we're, we're able to complete that stress cycle with the habits that we've generated and especially using um, some of those, some of those um, strategies from that list of seven things. So I think it's 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 also related a little bit to developing resilience. Of course, it's much of a similar kind of thing. And one area that um, I would like to briefly come back to is that so much of this comes back to our thoughts and our thinking. So this is where we can we can do all the things, we can develop all the habits, but we still need to look at our thoughts and our thinking. What are we saying to ourselves? What are we believing about ourselves? So watch out for those for those trigger words. You know, are we are we saying that I can I can never do this or I always have this kind of problem? Think about the what we're saying to ourselves, what you're saying to yourself and notice if it's actually it's a question of thinking about thoughts and how we're thinking. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. So in the next episode, I'm going to explore a part of this that often gets left to one side. And, and that's going to back to the point that I, that I said was very interesting about using creative energy to elevate our energy. And I'd like to explore that a little bit because I think it is, it's a very exciting idea, I think. And for many people, I think it's, it maybe opens a door to a different, a different strategy that may well be interesting for them. 
time and and also maybe leads us to think about energy a little bit differently about how we can use it in a creative way but also how we can use creative energy to help us to avoid and how to deal with emotional exhaustion. Well I hope that uh, episode has boosted your energy today and I wish you a great uh, a great rest of the day and do let me know what you think of this series what you're enjoying and what you'd like to know more about and we've got a few more episodes just to come and uh, yeah to let do let me know I'd love to hear more about how you're getting on and whether it's making any changes for you whether it's causing causing you to rethink anything um, do send me a message so if you've enjoyed this episode please do rate and review um, leaders who love what they do podcast you can do that on apple on the apple app it's not that easy to find but if you go to the main page of the podcast if you have an iphone then you can scroll down and and there you can find it so thank you very much to those people who have already left reviews it really helps us to um to move the move the podcast on the internet a little bit and to make sure that other people get to hear it as well because uh, i would like other people to also be able to hopefully use that use what i'm saying to help them to feel well in this case more energetic okay well thank you very much and i wish you a very good day and uh, do join me again next time bye bye